Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Glenn, how are you, buddy? Hey, Mikey, I'm doing great, man. I always love, you know, jumping and having coffee. Although I'm I'm sitting one seat to the right today, and and, and I know it's kind of throwing me off. We got our table was taken, and, and uh, so they give what us in a the new world? table. Change, Glenn, change. Oh, I can't handle change. But I, you I, know what? If nothing changes, nothing changes. Let me say the serenity prayer. Yeah, right, know, right. Totally. No, man. Hey, I you know I love you know I love jumping in the coffee shop. You know, and and, and recently I started listening to some other podcasts. Um, you know, one is kind of a business type one, and and they're like such official productions, right? right. And they're loaded with commercials, and and I just really like our format of just coming in the coffee shop and just you know chatting about all things sobriety. Right. You know, it's right. casual. We don't do edits. We don't. We screw up. We screw up. We, we don't have outtakes. Like we don't have the <laughs> bloopers of of sober dot coffee. No, although know? Brian's talking about doing a, a parking lot session because yeah. he says we have some. Pretty well, we good came in, we came in laughing pretty hard <laughs> a couple times here. Yeah, we are not a glum lot. We are not so a glum what are we lot. doing today? Yeah. So hey, check it out. We have a table for three, a virtual oh, table, table for, three. for three. Right, virtual. And, nice. Yeah. Do you remember we had um, we had uh, Richard Jensen? Uh, yeah, in. love that guy. Yeah. Love his story. Check love his out passion, the story purpose. if you get a chance to to people who haven't downloaded that yet i don't know what the episode number is but no but it's uh, the website is uh be a champion in life.com richard jensen he's all over yeah. the web he's been on national tv shows espn and you know i don't want to steal his thunder yeah. man but he's a real champion blah, blah, blah. i've been on the police blotter i've been in the uh well, you, you know, have. My, my picture's <laughs> been in the post office. I, I, I've got some accolades as yeah, well. You have. Yeah, right. right. Hey, Richard, welcome, man. Morning, hey, Rich. guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Tee up that coffee. I hope Appreciate you got a, you a, a, a double extra large. Yeah. Hey, we love it. You know, just working together with other people, uh, you know, on the road to recovery. And, you know, maybe they're on day one, maybe they're on uh, day 10,000 or 11,000. What it doesn't matter. You know, sobriety is my number one priority. And, and uh, I seem to have surrounded myself with people whose sobriety is their number one priority. Yeah, it's awesome. In, in, in fact, when when you say on the road to recovery, I think that's literal with with Rich. I think he hits yeah, right. a, a, a bus or an RV, you know, crossing this uh, country of ours. You know, just sharing his message of experience, strength, and hope with a ton of kids. I think the number was forty thousand or so kids. You know, just a great message. So great, great to have you back, Rich. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me back on with you. Love what you guys are doing. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about uh, being on the road. Tell me about your your production and your mission and and how you execute it. It's, yeah, it was great. If I can stuff. jump in yeah. real quick, Rich, you know, I, I was chatting with Rich. He goes, you know, one of his keys was, you know, and quote unquote, you know, kind of a great topic for for this episode for this coffee chat is finding your vehicle, mm. right? So whether that's, you know. A bus, an RV, or whatnot, but finding your 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 mission, I guess. And so, Rich, we'll, we'll bounce it to you and let you share your story of how you found your vehicle. Yeah, I'm going to shut up. Yeah. And, I'm just going to shut up and listen and learn this morning. <laughs> I'm sure I'm going right. to jump in because that's just yeah, that's just what we do. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Rich. You're right. Awesome guys. Hey, you know, so I was able to find recovery, find twelve step, and uh, 
you know, I went to meetings consistently for years, as you guys know. And in that process, I found myself. And, you know, once I found myself, I realized I had this void inside of me for a long time. And uh, that was the sport of wrestling. I missed wrestling. I missed being part of the team. I missed uh, that camaraderie, working towards something and doing something bigger than me. And that void needed to be filled. And uh, here I was, 37 years old. You know, I had about four or five years sober. I was, you know, um, on a good, good road to recovery. But uh, I needed to find that thing, that vehicle that was going to really, really help me find success long term that didn't have to do with recovery, but that thing that I missed for so many years. Kind of like getting a redo in life. I had to go back and get that redo. Yeah, you know, but you where were, I got off. Yeah, I got off track after you, high school. You were able to tap into kind of that early love of your life, though that wrestling. So you were able to kind of rekindle uh, a small flame and and turn it into a bonfire. <laughs> yeah. Man, where did you come up with that? One? That's know. great, man. Yeah, that was good. That's that awesome. Was good. <laughs> you know, uh, that vehicle for me was wrestling. It really lit a flame under me. It helped me really really find myself and, and get where i wanted to be through the sport um i did not didn't realize it till later but i never had to win a match i was winning my life back through the sport i didn't have to win a match at the and i lost all my matches on my comeback year <laughs> i lost oh, really? all my matches wow i i won one match in a whole year you know coming back 37 in college 10 years older than the coaches 20 years older than the kids it was a really unique situation and it was weird and awkward but i just kept showing up i kept showing up every day every day and uh, yeah my so life so, was so let me jump process. in rich that's that's awesome but uh, you know yeah. a lot of people would say look man what are you doing going to college at 37 and 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 then if i'm if i'm if i'm understanding this right like you joined the rest the college wrestling team when you were in college at 37, right? Yep. That's what was, 10 what years was, older than the coach. What was the, the over-under on you making the team? <laughs> That's awesome. They figured I'd make it two weeks. Two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks, and I'd be fizzled out. And uh, Yeah, what I really you know, liked is two that years. You, didn't, yeah, you, you didn't win a match like that first year. Or you won one match that first year. You know, and, and what you said, it wasn't about winning the match. It was about winning in life. Yep. Becoming a, you know, becoming a better person, getting healthier, you know, being around healthy, healthy environment, you know. And uh, honestly, I'm the oldest that ever competed at the national tournament my second year. I went on and won the whole season. It's about being resilient and willing to do whatever it takes, you know. And I was willing to, to fight through two years of college wrestling you know to get there i wanted to experience it i wanted to be at the national tournament and uh don't think i didn't want to quit i wrote about this in my book there was a lot of times i wanted to throw in the towel life gets hard life gets hard things get uncomfortable so what are we willing to do you know are we willing to bear down and get through it because it gets easier over time you know and uh i fought through it I trained all summer, lost 15 pounds, had a winning season my second year. I'm the oldest, one of the very oldest that ever competed at the college national tournament at 37. Wow. 
Man, I'm Ever. just I, I'm just sitting here shaking my head, man. What an amazing story, you know. Thirty-seven-year-old college student, first year you, you won no matches or maybe one match. Second year you won them all. You won the national uh, title. All this guy to go. But what I really picked up on is that you know life gets hard. You know life gets uncomfortable, um, but yet you you persevere. Right, you just keep going. Well, so I spent uh, years struggling with uh, with with uh, with addiction, and once I got into college and I made a plan to get an education and compete in college, there was nothing that the sport, nothing that nobody was ever going to put me through what I put myself through for so long. You cannot get me to tap out, even when it got really, really hard, and I couldn't climb out of bed. And I was losing matches. It's hard to get up and keep going when you're losing. At whatever it is, it's hard. And uh, I knew that if I could just continue to get up and continue to show up, at some point it was all going to make sense and my life was going to get better, you know. And um, and it did. You know, wrestling became the the massive flame. You know, it I, it catapulted me from college ten years ago from the national tournament and on to compete with the masters for another nine years. And, you know, wrestling was the, I reorganized my life around the sport. I came, became this elite athlete that I always wanted to be. I always wanted to be that athlete again, my whole life. And there I was, you know, and uh, I was fortunate enough, ESPN uh, did a great documentary about my story. 37 years old, going back to college. And then they found out about my history and they were like, no way. Man, that's that's just amazing. You know, one thing jumped out at me off a, an article that I read a story, and uh, because because for you and and I'm not a, a a proficient in wrestling, but the matches are how long? Seven minutes. Seven minutes okay. on the mat. So check Seven this out. Minutes. So so you only get on that mat a couple of times during a tournament, but it's all the preparation that you've done during the week. A story jumped out at me, and if you could share kind of what you went through with this, but I'm quoting now from an ESPN quote. Um, a coach, Roden, put his team through a three-mile run on the school's outdoor track. Jensen showed up for the workout without running shoes, and Roden offered him the opportunity to wait until the following day to make the run. The 36-year-old freshman ran in bare feet. So... You, you didn't show up with gym shoes on. The whole team was <coughs> running, and and you did the three mile run without shoes because because why? You have to remember that I spent twenty years thinking about having that up. I get I, hey guys, I get a little choked up when it's I. It's all right, about man. This. We totally understand um, that. I literally dreamed about wrestling for the twenty years. I was I was off track. And, and, and here I was, I had a, an opportunity to be part of the team. Finally, I was not missing one minute of my time with the team. Man, I just Barefoot, got naked, I'm running the check track. I'm doing whatever it takes to just be part of the team. Mm-hmm. Not what, not nothing outside of it, just to be part of the team, wow. you know? And, um, <clears throat> to me, it was a life-saving moment and opportunity for me. And I knew it, wow. you were not, you, you would have, you, you were not getting me. You weren't. I came early. I stayed late. I did everything I could to just be on that team, you know. Yeah. And uh, um, the seven minutes, 
you know what? That's the easy part, guys. It's the hours of training and the dieting and the eating right and the sleeping right and the mental focus and mental fortitude it takes to step the line wow. in that circle, you know? <clears throat> Man, that is really that is really impactful. <clears throat> and for me, it was wrestling. You know, I love the sport of wrestling. It was the most healthy thing I ever had as a kid. And I thought about it for years. And uh, I knew that <clears throat> if I could get a redo, if I could just be part of the team, that it would help my life get better. You know, I didn't know I was going to go on and win and become a national champion and wrestling was going to be on national, my, my story on national television. It was like just being part of that team and in that environment was going to help, help me a lot. Right. So, so what would you say to our listeners, uh, Rich, who, who maybe, you know, aren't wrestling fans, right? So their, their vehicle isn't wrestling. Yeah, so for me, the vehicle was wrestling. And and what, the way I look at that is everybody has some kind of wrestling in their life. That thing that they're passionate about, that thing that they love, that thing that they they aspire to, to do. And, uh, you know, for me, wrestling was that vehicle that really catapulted me out uh, to do great things, you know? Um, you know, you, you and maybe maybe in t- tough times, that vehicle is the thing that helps dig you out of hard times. You know, mm-hmm. and for me, wrestling saved my life. Right. So that's that's my vehicle. That's that's that big important thing that I had to chase, whether I win or lose. Just being a wrestler again and being in wrestling that was my vehicle, and I think everybody has a vehicle. Everybody has you know? that little that little passion, right? Right. Yeah. And- and maybe you have to go back to your early youth to to rekindle. Maybe you, maybe it's something you're rekindling from your teens, or maybe it's something that you're just finding now. For me, I have a real passion for sharing the story of hope through a twelve step recovery program. And you know, I certainly didn't have that. I didn't aspire to be an alcoholic when I was six years old. You know, it wasn't on my wasn't on my short list, right? But but I yeah. loved. But as you said, I loved to run. I ran cross country. I loved to run on the team. And uh, you know, being part of the team was the camaraderie and the support and and the and the pressing me to be a better runner. Right? It was it was internal, you know, push for me. And so, yeah, I'm well, hearing that, your message loud and clear today. There's something in there that that I enjoy doing, and find that and and put some wind behind it. Yeah, that thing, that vehicle, and that's that's how I refer to it. That vehicle is going to help keep you focused. It's going to help keep you inspired, keep you motivated, you know, and that that vehicle is going to help help get you through hard times, you know, and uh, it's 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 an important part for me. You know, recovery was great. Twelve step was great. Got my feet on the ground, found myself. But then I needed that it and that it was wrestling, you know, and it really brought everything together. Right. So so some people would call that it purpose. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. Um, yes. So, so um, what what I have found, and, and and Rich, I've been, you know, really identifying with this over probably the last six months or so, and you really underlined it for me. In fact, we've we've talked about it here on the show a couple of times, but um, you know, I have found, um, and and again, you've underlined it, is that when you're living your purpose. It's amazing 
the the power and the strength and the stick to this and the ability to run a three mile race in bare feet, right? And and and, and, and so I so I love that. But I would almost identify and and I feed off your energy. I feed off your emotion. Um, you know, in and 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 identify it with because you're living your your purpose, and I almost say that that's a superpower. Mm. That oh. I am amazed at the stuff that I can do today. We were just talking about it in the parking lot session before mm-hmm. the show. Is when you're living your purpose. Uh, we were chatting with our barista Brian. You get energy you didn't think it's you a, had. I'm shocked at the stuff that I can accomplish today. Right. Compared to how it used to be, right? And I really, Rich, I really believe how you underlined it. When you find your vehicle, when you live your passion and purpose, you're amazed at the stuff that you can do. Oh man, I can't. I, I people have to understand. Like you can raise the bar as high as you want, and if you're willing to be resilient and just just chase it you will accomplish i mean this is i know lots of stories like mine that people have overcome serious challenges and found success found themselves found their purpose you know and with purpose you're right it's superpowers <laughs> no real and, and 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 i love it and um you know that's one of the you know when we talk about hope right that's one of the things and 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 rich it took me a while you know it, it took me a while to really start and and I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do when I grow up, you know, but I know what yeah. I want to do today. I know it works today and I know what my passion and purpose is today. And, and, you know, part of it's being a seat thrower, you know, part of it is to be a relentless seat thrower for, for those in sobriety, for those that are looking for a higher power, um, you know, or as AA says, you know, uh, my primary purpose is to stay sober and, mm-hmm. and help other alcoholics to achieve sobriety. Right. So, so listen, as we wrap up here today, Rich, um, throw out some resources that, uh, that our friends can, can pick up on. Like you've got a link to a book or a name for a book. You've got, you've got some websites. Tell us a little bit about how people can find out more about you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you can find us at be a champion in life.com. That's our website. Lots of resources on there, videos, a lot more about what we do. Yeah, Brian, Brian has it pulled up here in the studio, man. Looks super sexy okay. with the uh, oh, with all the testimonials it. and all the videos, and that's awesome. You know, you can uh, Google Richard Jensen ESPN, and you'll find an E60 documentary. It's a great, impactful story that mm-hmm. ESPN did on us. Um, you know, all social media platforms, be a champion in life. Um yeah. Well, keep spreading the word, man. We really appreciate what you're doing out there and, and just relaying to last thing. 40,000 40, kids. 40,000 kids. What, what impact. What's the number one thing somebody can do today to change direction in their life? You've got to surround yourself with good, positive people that are encouraging, that are inspiring, that support you in your mission. You know, you've got to surround yourself with like-minded. If I want to get sober got to be around sober people well we did that this morning my friend thank you so much rich thanks brother really appreciate it drive careful out there on the highways and byways really love that you're sharing the message out there with all those kids and and thanks for jumping in today in the in in the coffee shop with us thanks guys appreciate the coffee shop thanks man. man all right bye be great
Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.